One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Frugia from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all of our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. All right, let's get started. This is episode one of The Art of Decluttering, and today we're sharing with you our tips and tricks around keeping a playroom and toy room decluttered and organised. So we find that a lot of our clients, you know, have the frustration of we've set aside a particular room for our children where they can have their toys and they can play and the idea being it kind of contains it, but that idea gets uh, thrown out the window when there are toys all over the floor and the children don't want to go in there anymore because it's actually too overwhelming even for them. Do you find the same thing, Kirsty? Yes, definitely. So I even had this question today on another forum that I was on and my number one tip for toy rooms and playrooms is to get your kids involved. Absolutely Absolutely. essential to keeping it decluttered and keeping it organized. So in our house, we don't do the cleaning up of our playrooms. Admittedly, our kids are older. They're not toddlers anymore, but we don't let them move on to a new thing in our house until that playroom has been cleaned uh, up. So is that what you did with your kids when they were younger, Amy? Yeah, we taught them probably from, I was saying to um, a workshop I ran last week, probably from 18 months actually, is we taught our children how to pack up. Now, when they were 18 months, it was very broad topic. So it was all of the dolls and teddies go in one bucket and all of the Duplo goes in another. So we, we went really broad with them, but we wanted to teach them a couple of things. We wanted to teach them about having categories when it came to toys and actually putting them away together so that when you do want to play, it's not that difficult to grab them all out, play with them, and then pack them away clearly. And so we, obviously, 18-month-olds can't read. So we would just have pictures of what was inside the boxes, and they would learn really from that age that they're responsible for keeping their toy room organised, but we also showed them the benefits of it. 
the yeah. joy of actually being able to get out of box and play with it on a clear floor. Yeah, that's what I love too. And I loved that our kids knew and were expected to put them away and knew exactly where it was, where to put them away. It was really uh. clearly marked and easy for them. So they didn't like pick up a xylophone and go, oh, I don't know where this goes, mum. You're like, Absolutely. you know, it goes in the musical instrument box, kiddo. Yeah. And, and the reality is we're wanting to raise really organised, responsible citizens of our children. Yes. Don't want them to be people that expect somebody else to tidy up after them. I mean, you know, whether it be at a restaurant, whether it be at a food court, whether it be in a job or at their school, we want them to be responsible. And so I think teaching them as we have from a young age really instills in them that the, not only the responsibility but just the enjoyment of packing up after yourself and knowing that you've done something that's really beneficial. Yeah, and as a service to other people. Yeah. It's not just about them. The whole world doesn't revolve around them. You're helping mum and dad or you're helping your boss or you're helping your colleagues or you're helping your schoolmates, your teachers, yep. so and so forth. You're being of service and not just being selfish. I love it. That's really good. So what about when mums are feeling overwhelmed where do you get them to start when you walk into a house and they're like oh yeah. I'm just so overwhelmed Amy where do I even start so I'll give you a recent example on Monday I was at a client's home and we organized her playroom and it probably was one of the more disorganized playrooms there wasn't any area on the floor that you could see there was no order in terms of there being boxes that had particular categories of toys in it really was a chaotic mess and her statement was that her children didn't play in there anymore because they couldn't yes. find anything Yes. And so the first thing I did and the first thing I actually do in any declutter session I have with a client is we get a garbage bag out and the very, very first thing we do is try and fill the garbage bag with anything that's rubbish. Now, at that point, we're not making decisions about toys I don't play with any longer. We're not making decisions about toys about grown or toys that what categories do they go in. We're simply finding, and this was the case, half-ripped stickers on the ground, bits of paper that are scrunched in balls, plastic that's come off a Lego set, and it's, real, it's literally just picking up the rubbish. So I know that's a really non-declutter organised thing to suggest to start off with. No, not at all. But I find that just having that first really positive step because we want our clients to have success from the very start. And I think if at the very start we said to them, all right, well, you know, we need to have a pile of Barbies and a pile of Minion stuff and a pile of Lego and a pile of Hot Wheels and it's it's overwhelming. So to give them that success to start off with, I think it's really key and I do that with my own children. If we're going to do a declutter, it's always the garbage bag first for stuff that we don't have to decide on. It's yeah. obviously rubbish, dirty tissues, packets of chips, those yes. kind of things. <laughs> and then what's your next step? Well, my next step is always to... So even before we talk about the function of a room, we always do the clean up the rubbish. And then we stop and we talk, what do you want this room to feel like and look like and what do you want to do in this room? Would you do the same sort of thing? Yes, yes. Um, I tend to do that before we do the rubbish filtration. Yep. <laughs> um, that's the first thing. Like I've either spoken to my clients on the phone regarding this or when I walk into the house. I'm like, right, what are we working on today? You want to work on the toy room? Right, tell me, how do you want this room to feel? How do you want it to, how do you want it to function? How do you want your kids to feel? And how do you want your kids to function in this room? If it's the playroom, for instance. Yeah, so. that's really good. 
And so then once you've had that conversation and you've done the rubbish filtration, as you said, what's your (laughs) next step? Tell me about it. So I often say to my clients, just start wherever your eyes or feet hit first. That's brilliant. So if their eyes land on a pile, like a mountain of toys, then let's just start on that and let's sort it into categories. And then we'll sort them into categories. Depending on the situation and how overwhelming it is, we might then... I get them to decide on the spot if that Barbie is too scruffy to keep Mm -hmm. or if it should be donated or we might gather things into piles and then sort through the piles because often our clients go, oh, no, I'll keep that Barbie and then they realise actually we've got 150 Barbies. Maybe I do need to let go of that Barbie even though she's perfect and looking beautiful still. She is – we've actually got five of the same Barbies so we could probably let four of them go. How about you? No, I find the same thing that when people see everything together in one spot, they actually have a better idea of – the quantity and quality of things that they have. And I would say the same things, um, you know, if, if anywhere in the home. So if you feel like yes. a client's got, seems to have a lot of mobile phones that are popping up, there's one in the bedside drawer and there's one at the study and um, there's one in the bottom of a, a kitchen drawer, rather than saying to them, we need to get rid of this phone, I would say to them, let's gather every phone that you have in your home and place them on the bench. Now tell me what you need to keep. Perfect. And so the same is similar with toys to say, well, let's put all the board games together. And once we've got them all together and you can see your collection, let's pick out the ones that you really do play. Interestingly, one thing that I've noticed that I do when I go into any room of the house is once we've done our rubbish filtration and once we've talked about what the room we want to achieve is to actually talk around the furniture. So I'm a big one for moving furniture and I'm often moving bookshelves and beds and couches and desks (laughs) and that kind of thing around. Because what often happens is when someone moves into a house, The furniture is just placed where whoever happens to bring that furniture in puts it rather than it being thought about well. And so I'm really passionate about making rooms work well and visually look good because then people are way more motivated to keep it organized. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
So how do you get kids involved in helping with the decluttering process of toy rooms or do you get kids involved? Um, I do both. So sometimes I just work with the parent or the mum um, and other times I work with the children. I sometimes find the children to be easier, to be honest, yes. because the children are actually much harsher and they say, no, I don't play with that anymore because they don't have the the voices that are saying, but that cost $60. Yes. But that one was a special gift from grandma. The kids are very black and white. Yes, I play with it and I like it. No, I don't play with it and no, I don't like it. And so I actually find that the children are really good at doing that and they're much better at categorising because they say, oh, well, no, I don't play with the Barbies with the Barbie dream house. I play with the Barbies when I'm doing a Lego thing. And they know that those two things need to be near each other. So I um, I really love it when the kids get involved because I think it sometimes teaches the parents to kind of filter out those voices that are saying it costs too much I spent too much money or there's someone special behind that present. Perfect. And once you've got them putting things in categories, Kirsty, how do you decide how to store things? Do you have any tips and tricks around that? Yeah, and that I do. I love having the visual representation of everything so that we can decide what is the best way of storing things mm. and how big a container it is to need to store it. Yep. Um, it's great to have an idea of what you'd how you'd like to store it but it's also great to uh, decide um, after the fact and to go because often I have clients who go oh I want to go out to Ikea for instance and buy this product because yeah. look at how many toys I have and I often <laughs> say to them let's not think about what storage we're going to use right now let's just That's declutter right. and see what's left because you may we may actually be able to fit everything back into the storage solution that you already have I'm really yes. big on repurposing what people have already got there is a time and a place to buy new storage or to um, re-look at the storage solution that my clients have already got but I love repurposing and I love teaching my clients to um, really think about what it is that we need after the fact not be dreaming of what they need beforehand how about you so agree Kirst something that I find really frustrating is when I arrive at a client's home and prior to me arriving they've spent a couple of hours at Ikea or Kmart and they've come in with a whole lot of containers that look pretty and they like the style of but they're just totally non-functional for the purpose that we have. So they might buy these lovely containers, but they don't actually fit in the cube storage that they already have in their home. And so I intentionally say to clients when we book, now don't go out and buy storage. Let's use what you have, which is exactly what you're saying is the repurposing. Let's use what you have. Um, And then if we need to buy things, we buy custom things. So we buy things that use well the space that suit your purpose. Do you want it to be clear, Kate, uh, container do you want it to be a colored container does it need a lid not a lid handle not a handle do little people need to be able to pick it up and carry it or is it something that adults would get down off a high shelf there are actually so many things to consider you know and that's why you get in a professional organizer because we know these things and we'll actually save you so much money on not just going you know your the solution to your crowded playroom is not more storage containers oh amen amen The solution to your overwhelm is decluttering and making sure that the things that you have in your home are useful 
and purposeful and hopefully beautiful and loved by everybody in your home. Absolutely. And so, Kirsten, I'd go back to the toy organising. And as you said, once we've got categories, we can put them in containers. And containers are awesome because they create natural limits. Yes. And so if you've got a container of Lego, you know that by the time that container is full, you either need to declutter some of the Lego or you need to make the intentional decision that your family Lego collection is going to increase and have a container that suits that. There's nothing worse than having six non-matching Lego containers that are all over the house. And so anyone that actually wants to play Lego can't find what they need. So it's being really intentional about how and where you keep things. Yes. I often say to my clients to keep like things with like. So when we go into houses and they have a toy room, but they also have toys everywhere, like in other places, I make sure that we go around and collect up all the toys, even if the purpose, like even if their games are going to be stored somewhere else um, or Lego is stored in a bedroom, I make sure that we gather all toys and all, like everything for the purpose that we're doing, we keep... Yes. We bring it all together so that you can see how much, as we've spoken about before, you can see how many of each things that we have, but then we keep like with like. So if the games are stored in another room, we collect all the games and we put them all in one place. They all go there. It's like doing a stock take. You gather everything together, account for it, then decide where it's going to be kept. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And then I suppose um, I'm keen to know how do you teach your clients the habit of keeping toy rooms organised because obviously a toy room is a place that mess and creativity and imagination is meant to be explored. So we don't want them to be areas that children aren't allowed to mess it up. Of course. (laughs) But we really want them to be able to respect their possessions and their home and tidy up after themselves before the day's out, I guess. Yeah, so I think that comes back to what we started with is teaching kids how to pack up and why it's good to pack up just for all those reasons that you've mentioned. And I also wanted to say that I don't think it's ever too late to teach your children this. No, I don't think if you've missed it when you they were, you know, two and three, if they're 12 and 13, it's definitely not too late. Yes, I am, as we've spoken about before, I am walking proof that anybody can transform and be changed. So I promise you, even your teenagers can change (laughs) might be harder work than as a two-year-old so I just encourage my clients to get the kids involved we love to as mums I think that we love to feel useful but Mm. I think that our job is actually to make ourselves redundant in our children's lives absolutely eventually eventually we're never going to be redundant for the love that we can give them but we're going to be redundant for being able to help them process their stuff (laughs) Um, so we want to teach our children as we've mentioned before we want to teach our children how to be beautiful adults and that part of that is being able to clean up after themselves and yeah respect their toys and respect um, the their spaces in our homes that we so that we can all enjoy I do um, encourage my clients to declutter regularly So in our house, we do it during every school holidays. We get the kids involved, get them to go through their bedrooms and their toy room and do a mini declutter. And that might be usually towards the end of the holidays, although sometimes we do it at the start and then because then they find toys that they're like, oh, actually, 
We love that one, and we haven't played with it for ages. Right, isn't it? So we get them, we go, okay, well, let's see how often you play with it during the school holidays, and then maybe we can let that go um, and donate that toy at the end of the school holidays. How about you? What do you say to your clients to motivate them? Yeah, so I think it's really about setting in daily habits as well to Mm. kind of have a standard that you want your children to learn to keep their toy room in. So I would just say at the end of each play session that you just teach your children once you've played with it, you pack it away and then you pick something else to play with. So it's not necessarily about always having a neat and tidy playroom, but it is about once you're finished putting things away and teaching them that It may only take you two minutes to pack up and it's worth it because otherwise when you come to play with your next thing, you're already playing on top of a mess. So it is just about that non-procrastination of tidying up and that that's part of playing. That playing isn't just about the the activity of sitting on the floor and engaging with your toy. It's actually about planning what you're going to do, maybe inviting friends to play with you, playing and then packing up again afterwards. It's actually a process. It's not just a single event. Yeah, and I say that to my clients about everything. Like, for instance, I talk about the laundry and how laundry is a process from making the clothes dirty all the way through to putting the clothes away. It is a process, not a single one. Because often, like, clients will say, oh, you know, I've done the laundry or I can never, I never find time to put my clothes away. And that's when I talk about, well, actually, laundry is from getting the clothes dirty to put in right. way and so exactly I wholeheartedly agree with you that play yeah, is right. about imagining what you're going to play all the way through to putting it away and we oh. often have um forts built in our playroom um, and the kids love building cubby houses and they love Absolutely. being creative and of course we don't tell them to pack it up you know after an hour of playing with it they can leave it Hi. open and um, have it there for a couple of days. But we do say to them, if you're not playing with it, then it needs to be packed up. That's right. And school holidays are a great time to have extended play where children can actually Mm. leave stuff out for a little bit longer. So I hope that's been really helpful for everyone, that you've got some tips and tricks from our experiences in organising your toys and playroom and that you would join us for our next episode. Yay. Thank you, Amy, for your time. And if you have any further questions about how to keep your toy room, playroom organized, then please hop over to our Facebook page, The Art of Decluttering, and ask us more questions there under um, the podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a girlfriend a favor and share this episode with her so that she too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganized.net or on Facebook as Simply Organized PO. And you can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app. So if there's anything you want more info on, just check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some great tips to help you declutter and keep your home organized. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.